Hi, welcome to this week's episode of Fun Title, where we go over Drag Race. First, we're going to have a glow up challenge, and then later we'll glow up. You'll get that once we actually talk about the episodes. Hi, I'm Annie. I I thought that was clever. And I'm Minty. Apparently, my host is Jada S. and Hall right now. That was very fucking rude. <laughs> and just like me, this is Fun Untitled, where everything is a hot mess. So this is the roast challenge, where these funny queens finally get to put their chops on the block and really show off how funny they can be in a roasting situation. And later on, we'll talk about Canada's Drag Race Season 3, Episode 1. Again, when the drawing change or when get bored in the conversation, that's when we'll change to Across the Pond. You can't use that phrase every time it's international. Across the border. <laughs> so let's go over the queens in order real briefly. And You tell me my joke outfit. is funny. No. You get it, but right? Sure. I'm going to explain it more in Canada. <laughs> so Roger came out first. Talk about the humping. Oh, God, no. Okay, the humping to decide the order for the queens was only funny when Maddie Morphosis, the first straight queen on RuPaul's Drag Race, had to go hump a guy. And then failed. Did she fail? I don't remember. No, I think it was like a Twinkie boy that failed the first time. Georges. Georges. And then this one was Jinx. Apparently Jinx is a bottom bottom. So apparently it wasn't a weight issue. It was a bottom issue. <laughs> I'm, I don't know. Maybe we shouldn't make bottom stereotypes. Well, as a bottom myself, I think I have a good humping. I think bottom and a sub are two different things. Oh, oh, Roger. Hi, honey. We've been keeping you waiting for too long. <laughs> come in, come in. What do you want to say? Um, okay. Why did they not put Raja and her Jada joke? in the real one? Or is it just the real one is like a pared down version for just the funniest joke? You know like how Snatch Game they only do the highlights? Is this roast also just the highlight? It's always like that, homie. I wish they put the Jada one in that one and then something else in the practice one then. Well, what's the Jada one? That's the one that Jada is so endearing. I'm so glad I spent the 25 cents a day to keep her alive. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they decided that was a little too mean. It could just be racist. The joke's in there! What difference does it make if it's in the practice but RuPaul, one? a fellow black person won't have to hear it. <laughs> she did a very good job starting it. And then her like red cage with the laser because I thought it was okay. Okay, when they said the theme was all glowed up, I thought they were going to make, you know, a previous outfit from a previous season and, you know, make it better. So I don't know any of Roger's outfits. So when she came out in the cage, <laughs> I was waiting for the oh, before and now. And then she started glowing and I was like, oh, I get it. <laughs> this isn't like Canada's Drag Race where we up our looks. This is something entirely better. More of this. This is more like Mohart in in UK versus the world. Remember? Mohart, they did the pink and orange carnival, Las Vegas kind of look. It was the, probably the first time that I can remember right now when they had to dim the lights to show a glowing outfit. Here's the thing, I feel like in the last season of US, someone was like, oh, if I went up, I would have had like a thousand lasers in my dress. And I thought to myself, that's stupid. You're gonna blind someone. <laughs> then Roger did it, and I was like, that's stupid. You blinded that man. So okay. It wasn't my favorite look. Compared to everyone else. Sure. She just had a bunch of laser pointers. Yeah. Then Evie Oddly. I didn't care for it. Yeah, it was like mid. It's not the most memorable. I mean, pretty good for her first roles. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it wasn't a terrible. None of them were that terrible, except Jada. But we'll move on to Evie's look, the blue fungi. This one is like my aesthetic of what I like to see, like the fungi and I like seeing the gills and I thought it was waves at first. My problem is when she put the glow in the dark teeth in. The teeth was stupid. That just kind of ruined it for me. Like, just be pretty. Although that wig was whack. The wig was whack, yes. That dress was only good with the lights off. Then Shea Coulee came out. Shea Coulee, whenever she does a roast, she does this voice. So does Monet. Yeah, but Shea's 
one just sounds really fake. I mean, they all technically do, but it's just Shay's one is just like, like she plays a character and it's not like that funny. But I did love her yellow sunflower fairy dress look. Like that was so cute. Like that was the first outfit that entirely grew. Glue. What, um, what's the past tense of glow? Glowed. Glowed. <laughs> Got it. So I appreciate that because like compared to the first two, I thought Shay put the money in. Really? Huh. Debatable. Obviously, like when Trinity comes, you're like, okay, sometimes less is more, honey. <laughs> Talk about Trinity later. Jinx is up next. Jinx was very funny, clearly. Yes. Although the whole snorting cocaine off the dick joke, that's the same thing from the Judy Garland. And it was okay, but I don't know. The judges really like that joke again. I think the twist, like, oh, I was snorting cocaine off Evie's dick, and I was like, I'm just like my mother. And there's so many implications of that. Sure. I mean, like, that's the first time you know, I've seen that twist. The twist is funny, but it's still just a derivative of the old joke. I thought Jinx was funnier in the previous comedy challenge. The graduate ceremony. Yes. yes, I did think that was funnier too. Because sometimes a roast is just a disjointed bunch of jokes and one-liners, but the uh, speech had to be like a unifying thing. And I like those better too. Like honestly, like, we already did this in episode one, and so you just have to make the jokes longer. Right. Oh my god, but her like look of being a witch being burned at the stake, I love that. Okay, I didn't like it because I thought it was too frumpy and wasn't bright enough until I saw the AC fire. I like those too, yeah. Wait, was this not your favorite look? Honey, no, not in any sense of the way. Is oh, this your favorite? This is my favorite look of the night. Oh, all of them? I swear to God, if you say Monet. No, I like Vivian and Jada's. We'll get there. We'll get let's, there. Let's hold on. Let's hold on. Let's get to Trinity first. Trinity was very funny. Trinity was very funny, yes. I think she's funnier than Jinx in this situation. I, I actually do think so too, especially like the Evie, don't let others tell you you're not pretty. You're not. But don't let people tell Like They put that in the preview. They put that as like a killer joke. Like it's just very funny. And then her version of the carnival. I thought this was a bit sloppy. I thought not to bring up Drag Race Canada again. <laughs> a lot of people probably won't watch Canada, so I won't get too much into it. But there's a guy named Chaos who came out with a plaid look, and it's like all the excess plaid they had in one outfit. I felt like Trinity did that here. It was just way too much. I just wish the loops on her back were circular because they felt droopy. Mm. I also thought her colors was ugly as sin. Yeah, very like starbursty, and it's just like eh. Like obviously you got the stupid glow sticks we give out every Halloween <laughs> that they've been upping the game every year, but like the colors are just bleh. And then Monet Exchange came out. Okay, Monet is funny, but the joke that they liked that it gets smarter. That's that was oh my god, that was terrible. That's that way was, too long. Yeah, that was a horrible joke. I don't know why they kept praising it. Here's the thing. She's British. The Vivian is Brit why didn't she do a British disc? You clearly did like an American like biscuit or something. It's a sheet cake. Oh. You know like when you go into like Walmart and it's just literally one layer cake that's a rectangle? Yeah. That's a sheet cake. Oh. It's not a bad thing. She's just saying all those ingredients make that. But you're right. She could have picked something more British. Like a scone. It's like a weird your mama joke, you know? Like I would appreciate it if you went on a cooking website, you looked up scone, and you took the time to research <laughs> other than just place Vivian and your mama joke. I don't remember other than that Monet's skit because they kept talking about that one stupid joke. Oh, hunty. I don't remember all of these bits. I only got the vibes. God damn it. Was I supposed to do wet it down? Yes, maybe you should. Um, And then she came out in a very blue celestial star. See, I thought this would be your aesthetic because of the whole celestial thing. My problem is it was beautiful when the lights was on. When the lights was off, she didn't have enough glowing elements. Yeah, that was too subtle. Like, I understand your body disappears and you become a galaxy, but I don't want the galaxy. I want your fat ass. <laughs> Um, then Jada tried really hard. She she said, I have three stars. I can kind of play it safe. You know how 
kind of. I mean, she's, why talk about Jada? It's like talking about a train wreck. I mean, that those are headliners. <laughs> what is your analogy going? But let's get into the dress. Did you not like the mermaid? It's probably my second least favorite one. What? No. It told a whole ass story. I like. The it's s- like shade, but more details. No. Okay. See. Okay. I like the imagery. I like that's like a whole thing. I just thought it was sloppily done. I just didn't think there was enough glow of a component. I thought when the lights were off, it was kind of ugly because it was like blue and brown and that's a weird combination. And then like the purple lights on the tail was just a squiggle. Like why was it not like scales? Don't look at me like you're disappointed. I I didn't look that deeply in it, man. Because <laughs> I really like the mermaid vibe and then when I saw it was a mermaid vibe, I was like, oh. And then also when the lights were off, you don't see her face. Okay, okay, but forget Jada. I will defend Vivian who's went last with my heart and soul. Okay, first Vivian as a roaster. That was pretty good. She was pretty good, yeah. Yeah, I would probably say she's in the top half. I like that she um was able to joke about the ketamine because I really like that joke with like, I want to go back after <laughs> listening to all of you. <laughs> I laughed so hard I relapsed. <laughs> And oh, the Zoom call. Okay, I didn't care when Evie Ollie did the whole Jinx had plastic oh, surgery. Right. But I love the fucking Zoom call. <laughs> Like, I don't know why a lot of Jinx jokes didn't land with that Zoom call, though. <laughs> that was very funny, yeah. So her look was wearing white with big-ass wings and having rainbow lights and a weird bob haircut. You didn't like the giant wings? You can't I, tell me I you like never saw that before. That's the main attraction. I did like how, like Michelle Visage said, it was very soft and flowy. I just guess the concept of it is very childish. Childish? Uh, she gave me she realness. The princesses of power? Yeah. A children's show? Yeah. <laughs> okay, what's the difference between my girl Vivian, her white outfit, and your girl Jinx and her white outfit? Jinx's white outfit ended up being red and fire and like telling a story of like witches being burned at the stake. Vivian's one is just like my little pony as a human. Hell yeah, that's what I want. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was okay. It was very pretty. It's just like conceptually, I just want more. Okay, I get the problem here, right? You have to admit Jinx wasn't as right. Sure. As Vivian, and when I say glow up challenge, I don't want a subtle fire flickering. I want a straight up like orange from the bottom to top, like you know, like. Yeah, yeah. Alright, okay, alright. On recording, if you win, Jinx will be undercover. If I win, Vivian will be undercover. Is that how much you like? That's how much I love Vivian. So Vivian's your favorite one. You going to jump camp for me or not? Alright, fine. But it's definitely not going to be Jada. Alright. Rock, paper, scissors, lizard, Spock. Damn it. Okay, Spock be the scissors, y'all. We had too many Jinx undercovers anyways. Because some of Jinx's ideas are really good. Have we done a Vivian? I don't think so. Because she always came out in a weird blue outfit, you know? <laughs> I guess this is a good one to have Vivian on for uh, blue hair. Yeah. So the top two queens were Jinx and Trinity. Do you agree? Yay or nay? Oh, I mean, absolutely. This was a clear top two winners. It's a shocking top two. I thought it'd either be like Jinx and Monet, Jinx and Vivian. I thought Shea Kool-Aid did very well on her roster in All Stars 5. So it could have been Shea too, but I was not expecting Trinity. Okay, three questions. One, do you feel bad for Shea at this point? No, it's just the game. It is what it is. I don't think it diminishes Shea as a queen at all. I'm shocked that Shea is not one of the top that's going into Lala Perusa. But I still think she's a phenomenal queen just based on her performance in 9, All-Stars 5, and even All-Stars 7. She's done a very good job. Well, Cliché is the only one with one star. There's many jokes about her having one star. Do you think if she wins the next challenge, she could be in the top? No, there's no chance. Even if she wins next week's challenge, she'd have two stars. And then it'd be a competition between those with three stars. Oh yeah, I guess so, huh? Alright, question number two. Do you think it was weird Jinx came out as a pilgrim? I mean, I guess it goes with the story. Because the song they lip-synced to was Kings and 
in Queens, right? This is my favorite Ava Max song, and I can't believe they let these two idiots dance to it. So why did Jinx come out as a pilgrim for this song? Honestly, Because no. she's the man <laughs> in the situation of her last one. You know what I mean? I mean, I don't know. It wasn't a good look. Three, is it just obvious you have to get rid of the no blocking rule? Yeah, well... You have to hang up the platinum plunger this episode? You know, honestly, I don't know if it was necessarily necessary. Like, if you block Evie, there's no way she's gonna be in the top, right? Because she'd only be stuck with two stars. But I guess to be nice, they had to get rid of it. But going back to the lip sync, it sucked. It's Trini was doing pretty well into the blowjob. She did not start off strong. Only a small segment, she did very well. And then she just sucked for the rest of it. And Jinx was just weird. Jinx did not match the mood at all of Kings and Queens. It was cute. I mean, you know, like, if only women had respect, I'm doing a Fortnite dance. <laughs> you know what I mean? Sure, yeah. So, I mean, Jinx won. I thought there was gonna be some kind of, like, twist of, like, she gets to give someone a star or something. I am excited for the variety show next week. I'm surprised they saved it for last challenge instead of the first challenge like they usually do. Yeah, I mean, like, it makes sense to me the very last chance for you to get a star. Oh. So, like, you gotta give your absolute best. Like, there's no excuses here, you know? Yeah. Talking about excuses. Okay, this is why my joke in the beginning was funny. <laughs> because in the... F- I don't want you to explain it unless you can name me the first two winners of Canada's Drag Race. Bianca and... <laughs> it, it, it wasn't Jimbo. Jimbo was season one. Oh, was Jimbo season one? Yeah. Oh, but, you know, season two was obvious because it wasn't Scarlet Bubble. Also, season one. <laughs> <laughs> well, I would admit, we both didn't really want this queen to win season two, but it is what it is. Because obviously, we couldn't have let Christopher Sassi. That's UK season three. <laughs> I don't know if you're doing a bit or you just don't, really don't know season two's winner. I, I'm i blanking so hard. Can have a hint? No. Well, this is Canada's Drag Race season three, episode one. We're starting with a really sour note. Now, we're going to try explain a little bit better because the chances are you are watching US, but you're not watching watching Canada. Because it's harder to find Canada. I wonder if Canada's on Wild Present. It must be, right? I don't know, because I don't know. They will watch it legally, we know. Yeah, my... (laughs) (laughs) So we meet 14 queens. 14? 12. We meet 12 new queens into the workroom, and Minty knows them all. For the most part, yeah. And Annie will eventually get them (laughs) after we get all the shitty ones out of the way. Once we start eliminating these losers, we can finally get to the top, like, six queens that actually get remembered throughout the years. Oh, wait. Favorite entrance look. My favorite entrance look was Miss Fishalicious. She was, like, the purple with the white rhinestones all over. It was a bit of a skimpier outfit, and she had, like, the shades, but it was cute. Very nice. All right, for the mini challenge. Oh, Annie, who's your favorite? (laughs) I don't remember a lot of them, but I remember I liked the way Bombay talked, and I loved when Kimmy Couture came in and was like, I'm trans, and I was like, yeah, you are. (laughs) Is that it? Yeah. A lot of the entrance look was not very good. Okay, we'll get into that later. Are you sure? We're not going to talk about it now? We can talk about it now, I guess, but... Are we just going to talk about her as a person? I think we'll talk about her as a person later. Okay. So the mini challenge was Sissy That Street Walk, where they get to wear, like, like, streetwear couture, which, honestly, none of them really did look like streetwear. And, obviously, Bombay had, like, the most money. Yeah, right? Like, that outfit was a lot. I don't think you have to buy your way to win the crown in Drag Race. That shouldn't be how it works. I do think if you come out in a pink tracksuit and call it a day, I'm going to fine you. I'm going to show baloney at your door and say, You're phony. (laughs) 
you're a big fat phone. No, that's not. That's just a me implying a joke. But that's lazy. I don't care how much of a reference it is. It's just dumb. It's just like it's whatever. You know what, folks? If you have only a limited amount to pack, and this is just a mini challenge, and it doesn't matter for anything, I guess it's okay. Like strategically, it's okay. Fashion-wise, it's not okay. It's a fashion faux pas. Yeah, I don't know what that word means. Then there's that Vivian Vanderpuss who came out like a dog walker with no dogs at the ends of the leashes. I wish she had a dog. Right? Like, what the hell is this? Like, I'll give you $5 on Venmo. Ask me. I wish queens were red for the mini challenge because a lot of them were really bad. Oh, Chaos was terrible. She came out and I was like, I don't understand. Chaos's second look was better though. Okay, what happened but? The first half of it, she had time to think about that. Felt like she forgot her real project at home. So like did a makeshift one. But later on, the teacher was like, hey, sit down. That really sucked. I'm gonna give you a chance to rectify it. <laughs> and the next day she came home with the real project, you know? You know what it is? It's just Ronnie an editor. Yeah, okay. Ronnie started to look at your shit and be like, no. So Brooklyn Heights looked at all these outfits and thought, all right, most of these suck. So for the main challenge, you have to make these look better now. For the catwalk. It has to look different. It has to have the same element. Just so. And everyone's like, oh, we can make it so, so. Okay, girl. <laughs> I cannot believe Bombay was safe. I thought her mini challenge look was good. I thought her maxi challenge look was good. I don't know why she couldn't have won. I would say I don't have a particular favorite, but I want to know why Fierce wasn't booted from the competition as soon as they saw that dress. Okay, that's definitely a production choice because they cast Miss Fearshalicious for drama and to leave the first episode would have been whack for their purpose. Storylines. Yes. And so it's like that's the only reason why they didn't let her lip sync for the bottom two. Which actually they could still let her lip sync for the bottom two and then chosen for her not to leave but maybe they didn't want to risk it because she's in a really shitty outfit. Okay, yeah, okay. So she comes out in like a really red puffer jacket with her name on it and it's like whatever and then for a second look she made like a scrap of blue fabric into a dress where she couldn't even hem the edges so it wouldn't gray or she couldn't even cut the damn loose strings and I guess like she cut off the tiniest bit from her red jacket to make it like into flowers for the blue dress and it's like why? Yeah why was her name not on the dress? Yeah you saw her take it off right? Like that was like weird that was a really hard name to spell I just want to say Fugalicious Me too Right? Like it does not work I, I guess a lot because even like I think Vivian Vanderpuss is also like a play on a name Oh yeah against a lady who does all the dogs yeah, the Vanderpump. She's a real housewife. Alright, so is anyone else you didn't agree with who was safe other than Bombay? Okay, you know what? I got a lot of grievances with this episode. Let me name them all. Kimi Katori. Her sucks. She had like a gladiator one piece look. Fuck that. Shela Zahn. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that name correctly. She's the indigenous. I think they're actually too spirited. So I think you're supposed to use they, them pronouns. I'm not sure. All the outfits suck. They came in with a white hoodie with sharpies on it. They came out with a, a booty short and then like a black dress with sprayed painted with. If your outfit after you sew is just a little black dress, fuck that. Fuck that with all my heart because that's so boring. Not that Miss Fierce Delicious did any better, but it's like, don't give me something that's boring and something that's spray painted words on it. What I hate when Shalazan was like, this is uniquely my indigenous experience. Fuck around, find out. Okay, that makes no sense to me. I'm sorry, but what happens to native people? You don't want to fuck around and find out. Things don't go well for you. Goes well for the white people. No, okay, my thing is, it's an internet meme fuck around and find out. Like, that's not a, you know, like, if you want to culture appropriate something from the internet, I don't think you can do that. I don't think you can do that and then put it to, like, some kind of, um, like, a culture. Because it makes no sense. Like, I can't just get Pepe the Frog and say, this
this is now representative of all of France. <laughs> that should be though. But you know, Kimiko Choi called out. That's very lazy. For sure. Kimiko Choi, she's got attitude. I'm on the fence if I like it or not. I feel like Kimmy, Bombay, and Pisa Licious are the messy ones of the season. In terms of personality? Personality-wise. I Bombay's okay, but I do agree. As we saw in the preview, this Futurelicious and Kimmy Katorn is gonna be water and oil. Isn't Bombay the one who talks behind a lot of people's back? But then when like, you know, she's in front of them, she's nice and congeniality. That might be Miss Futurelicious. God, they look I know the you, same. Yeah, I know you're having a hard time discriminating between the two. Because Bombay is clearly Indian. I don't know what ethnicity Miss Futurelicious is. She's definitely a dark queen. By the way, I cannot stress this enough. Not a racist thing. I just really bad with faces. Unless you have a mustache, it's gonna be hard. <laughs> back to my grievances. Jada, Jada Hudson. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. Jada, Shada Hudson. I don't like her next look. I don't like what she made because it's like the, the print that goes on her shoulder just stops at the boobs. I'm like, it looks incomplete. I don't go on the fucking RuPaul's Drag Race and be like, I never thought of myself as pretty. Like, what the fuck are you doing then putting on the makeup and the clothes if you don't think you look pretty? Well, what she's trying to do is that imagine a jacket was red on the outside and the inner lining is a different pattern, but then you fold over the jacket. She was trying to do that without the skills so she just glued it on you know like I know what look she was going for was it executed well I mean I'm not saying she should have been on the bottom but she definitely should not have been on top I like her hat then Miss Mosu I mean everything was just wrong with her I like pink and green as a combo but holy shit you can't just put crap together and then say hey it's an outfit if she was super cinched and made the flowers bigger it might have worked yeah have more of a silhouette that's not just a rectangle yeah make yourself look more like an Arizona iced tea <laughs> wait <laughs> I mean, wait less cool. you want less like that cause that's a perfect rectangle. Yeah, but they got a good design. Is it fucked up that a cylinder, if you make it 2D, becomes a rectangle? Never thought about it. Hey, then Grisil Lullaby. I, I didn't really care for anything. It was okay. That's a very safe thing she's done. Having like hollow and space dress, whatever. Hey, yeah, was okay. I don't know if I would have put it at the top. She did better, like we just said, but... Best glow. Yeah. And you know, it takes a lot of work to do that kind of plaid dress when you make it into separate triangles sticking out. Is it? Yeah, I'm sure it is. I don't know. You try to do it. Maybe I will. We gave shit to Trinity for the episode 10 about being droopy. It must be hard to keep it still. Mm, I'll think about it. We already talked about Miss Fierce Delicious. Vivian Vanderpush, she went from dog walker to quote unquote owning the dog walking company. Except she also came out in a black dress so I say go on the bottom. Lady Boom Boom okay. She won the fucking thing with her I don't even know what you call it. A blackberry outfit with pink shit on it? How did that have anything to do with her first outfit? Nothing. I just think she won just on a technicality. Because it did didn't look good. But I think she showed enough sewing chops. If she said, right, like her shoulders meant that she herself turned into her underwear thong <laughs> that she was wearing, and so like you flipped the outfit, I would have given her points. I would have only, that only work if the thong was black. Was the thong not black? It was red. How do you know that? I remember stuff. How do you know what's good for me? <laughs> Reference to. It's a vine where one lady says, How do you know what's good for me? And the other one says, That's my opinion. Oh, the distorted face one? Yeah. Yeah. And then, and we're good. Did South Park make that meme popular? I don't know. It could be. It is from South Park, isn't it? I'm pretty sure. And we're good. I actually did like her second look. I don't know if it was the best look of the night, but it was a better look. And then, Holly Bay? Halaba? The drag mother of Bombay. Oh, they ended with Bay. Uh huh. Oh, did we know this? I don't know. Not really. I don't know the references. Oh, because the family resemblance. No, I mean, I get that. But yeah, I don't know enough about geography, okay? I mean, wait, is Bombay a geography place? I believe Bombay is a city in India. But oh. yeah, I have no idea about geography. Maybe Halabe is a um city in Egypt. Could be. Yeah, don't know enough. The meat dress was nice. Okay, I love the 
the meat dress. And I love that the fact that half the makeup was like actual human muscles. That was really cool. Then they did the stupid raccoon thing and I'm like, you need to look either more like a raccoon or more like a furry, but you can't just be latex lacking. Not even white. It was like gray. And then call yourself a raccoon. My problem with Holiday, Bay, I'm so sorry if I'm saying your name wrong, is that she had that raccoon outfit which was eh, and then she did like a different alternative with the same outfit. Like it wasn't up class, you know? It was just different and ugly. It's like when you design a character and you're like, I don't know what the outfit is, but I know I want these elements. <laughs> also, couldn't she just have made her mustache white to keep up with the white and black theme? This is what I think. The mustache should have been black and white stripes. Oh, that'd have been cool. To be more campy. Yeah. And it would kind of look like whiskers. I like I said a tail, but um, yeah. I get what you're saying. Yeah, no whiskers. Or ears. Or a tail or anything that actually represents a raccoon. You were getting kicked out of the furry community so fucking fast, I swear to god your head's gonna spin. <laughs> So Lady Boom Boom won. I don't... Oh, actually, I think Bombay should have won, clearly. But do you agree that Miss Moko and Halabe should have been the lip-syncing ones? I just want you to know that it's spelled M-O-C-O, but it's pronounced Mosu. Because there's a weird little... What do you call that thing that turkeys have on the... A sombrero. No, on the bottom of their head. Oh, I'm sorry, gobble. A gobble. The C has a gobble on itself. So it's pronounced Mosu. Oh, because it's a really long S. I have no idea. Get it? Get it? Because the gobble makes it look God like an damn S. damn it. It's kind of smart. So do you think those two along the bottom. No, uh, clearly should have been what was the mustache queen's name? Holabay. Holabay? That means Bombay so it has to be pronounced the same way as Bay. Okay, Holabay and Miss Fishalicia should have both been on the bottom. You thought Holabay was worse than Miss Moko? Mosu. Mosu? Absolutely. Oh, but I feel like Miss Mosu didn't put a lot of work into hers. It doesn't matter how much work you put into it. If it's ugly, it's ugly. If Fishalicious and <laughs> Holabay went up together, it would have been the person who put the most amount of work and got something ugly and the person who put the least amount of work and got something ugly. This is the one thing. Okay, when you get to a regular season like this, I mean, I love seeing the top and bottom. It's really fun, right? I like seeing people red for filth and like saying that you're shitty. The thing I hate about it is that you tend to see the two worst outfits lip syncing to a pretty good song. We all can't be sorry, not sorry, lip sync. I know, but we can still up standards here. <laughs> Holy shit, these are like the two worst outfits. And Miss Fierce should have been there. So they danced to Beauty and the Beat. I think Fierce Alicious could have won this with her outfit. She didn't have to hike up her dress to do them flits. Yeah, yeah, I noticed that too. Yeah, but Miss Mosu. <laughs> I really got taken out of it when they mentioned Selena. Yeah, I don't know when this song was written, but holy shit, right? Like, it's the first time I ever heard the song. Me too. I've, I haven't heard the song either. This is really off topic, but I don't like how Nicki Minaj introduces herself as Young Money and then Nicki Minaj and then Justin. And it's like, Justin what? Like, you said your name twice and you couldn't even say Justin's whole name. Like, would it really have ruined the song? <laughs> it didn't even start yet. I don't know, stupid. I personally don't like it when any artist says their name in the beginning or middle or end of the song. Look, the song is gonna outlive you. Just live with it. Everyone else does. <laughs> A little off tangent there. You actually want to talk about the lip sync now or are you good? That was really shitty. Who says to talk about? So, um, two non-dancers in non-danceable outfit dancing. So I'm really sad to see Holiday go from not dancing well. Yeah. Went the same way as Joe Black and Victoria Scone. You had one really nice thing and then you're gone. Why do you say this about UK queens? Because Joe Black didn't have anything! You can say a Canadian queen! Oh, oh, just like on the beginning of the episode, I could name a Canadian queen. Who won 
season two. <laughs> Isis Kator. Oh. The drag mother of Kimmy Kator. That's why she said she has a lot of pressure on her back to win. <laughs> Isis Kator is Canadian? Yes, you piece of shit. Who's the final three of season two? Isis Kator, Pythia, and Kendall Gender. I don't know any of these people. We like Pythia. We like Pythia. Kendall Gender should not have been up there. Absolutely not. And then Isis Kator. Isis Kator is an okay choice. Just depends on your personal preference, I feel like, at that point. I'm trying to think. Season one's first queen gone was Juice Box, but I cannot remember who the second queen was, or the second season queen that got out first. Well, until then, we're gonna see you next week when they do a, um, was it an acting challenge, I wanna say, for Canada? I don't remember. <laughs> oh, but no, because we saw it, because we saw- Oh, Ki- wait, we saw the preview. Yeah, we saw Kimmy and Fierce Delicious, you know, get messy. Well, then you tell me what it is. With 11 queens, what type of challenge would it be? Because it doesn't split up very evenly, so I feel like it's either one big They're going to my like... birthday party. <laughs> well, everyone gets cake. Your birthday's no one near next week. Bye, everyone.